Hello guys and welcome back to Talking from Dusk Till Dawn. We are four friends. My name is Sydney. I'm Kate. I'm Kayla. And my name is Ellie. And we're a bunch of silly gooses. <laughs> Hi. We are the gooses in question. Um, we are just joining you. We, we just finished our uh, podcast episode for Olivia Rodrigo's Guts. Um, and we are going on to part two because we didn't finish. We <laughs> and only we, got to two songs. Yeah, we only got to two songs because, man, this album's just so good. And we just can't get enough of it. And we could talk about <laughs> it for like seven years. But we're not. This is it. So <laughs> we must cut ourselves off. Um, yeah, we're just going to jump right in. We On our last episode, in case you didn't catch it, we already discussed um, the first two tracks on the album Guts. We also did a little bit of deep diving into the album, what the album's about, um, how much we love Olivia Rodrigo. Um, so we're just going to jump right in. The next track that we need to cover is her first single for this album, which is titled Vampire. Vampire. This one might be my favorite on the album, even though it's a single. I I think it might be my favorite. It's, it's so, so good. It's nice. 10 out of 10 songs. Uh, we're going to read the lyrics off first before we dive into it. So I'm going to start. I hate to give the satisfaction asking how you're doing now. How's the castle built off people you pretend to care about? Just what you wanted. Look at you, cool guy. You got it. I see the parties and the diamonds sometimes when I close my eyes. Six months of torture you sold as some forbidden paradise. I loved you truly. You gotta laugh at the stupidity. Because I've made some real big mistakes, but you make the worst one look fine. I should have known it was strange you only come out at night. I used to think I was smart, but you made me look so naive. The way you sold me for parts as you sunk your teeth into me. Bloodsucker. Fame. Leading me dry like a goddamn vampire. Ooh. Keep going, girl. I'm getting goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) The way you read it, too. It's very poetic. Sorry. Keep going. (laughs) Hold that thought. Verse two. And every girl I ever talked to you told me that you were bad, bad news. You called them crazy. God, I hate the way I called them crazy, too. You're so convincing. How do you lie without flinching? Oh, what a mesmerizing, paralyzing, f***ed up little thrill. Can't figure out how just how you do it, and God knows I never will. Went for me and not her, because girls your age know better. Oof. And then it's the chorus again, and then the bridge. You said it was true love, but wouldn't that be hard? You can't love anyone, because that would mean you had a heart. I tried Oof. to help you out, and now look, now I've looks like that I can't because how you think's the kind of thing I'll never understand and then the course again. Just, oh <laughs> wow <clears throat> we have so much to say <laughs> so uh, much. um okay. this is I, I just feel like she's so smart to make this her first like single for the album single. like she really did like like I, I just remember the second that she posted on Instagram that little picture of the band-aid, the purple band-aid with the blood dripping, and she was like, yo, my first single is going to be called Vampire. And I immediately was excited about it. <laughs> I immediately knew it was going to be good. Um, man, this song is like, whoever this song is about. <laughs> <laughs> I think they figured out who it was. She hasn't confirmed or denied anybody yeah. yet. Uh, but it Some was somebody, ex? Yeah, someone. It's not the, the same guy that she wrote. That we're about, but yeah. it's, it's someone in the vein of 
Uh, yeah, just getting to her for her kind of status and how well she was doing after Sour. That's why the line, uh, fame fuckers, that's cut so deeply. Yeah. That's such a, people are like, what the, What does that even mean? You know what it means. Yes. It's the person that's only after you because of status. Yeah. Or because of social standing. Well, because um, imagine if you date Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Oh, I did, like, it's, it's the same thing. If you date Taylor Swift, if you date <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter, like, people yeah. are going to know who you are because... They want to know who they're... They're like, often famous by association. <laughs> yeah. Even, like, uh, the, the the men that are famous are in their own right. If you date, like, a hot pe- female, like, pop star, uh-huh. you have a mate. Because you, uh, you have a totally different audience. Yeah. You never would have... Boom. Like, uh, like Travis Kelsey, yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Even the... Um, who Billie Eilish dated, the... the the band member from the neighborhood. Oh, the neighborhood, you, yeah. You don't know any of those people's names. No, you know, I mean, I, yeah. yeah. I knew the band of the neighborhood, but I didn't know, I had no idea who Travis Kelsey was. Yeah, no I'm reason. sorry. Well, okay, I'm assuming people are going to rip us to shreds. They're going to be like, he's the best tight end in the NFL. How, you look at us. Do you think we would know that? <laughs> I don't watch Do the NFL, and neither does my husband. So I don't, I don't know these things. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Scream Queens, the very first episode there is a kind of a monologue given um, to you have Chanel, the main bad bitch of the show. Uh-huh. And she's got her boyfriend who's supposed to be like the top dog kind of guy. Yeah. And they're both terrible people. They both <laughs> suck. And she goes to him moaning and groaning about how she actually uh, killed her maid on accident. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> Not really, though. Um but anyway, they're moaning and groaning, and they're, like, kind of on and off again, and she, I don't remember why, but she's, like, mentioning to him, like, 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 just dating you makes you popular. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're so cool that just being your girlfriend would, like, bring anyone's status up. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes on this big joke about how, oh, that would be such a great movie, because, yeah, any girl that I did date would be, like, the most popular girl ever, and they make a joke about all that. <laughs> and they're like somebody should make a movie out of that when it's, it's the, already it's meta literally it's a, a thing I also I just love the line I should have known it was strange you only come out at night yeah I think that it's so thematically rich and I know like the popular thing around but, uh, like vampires. what do you think it like it like she's like what do you think she means? Yeah, it means to that. Mm. I think it can mean a couple of things. I think it can mean only coming out when things are fun or easy. So like the night is when all the fun stuff happens. Uh-huh. When you go to clubs, it's when you go to bars. It's, it's when, when you, you might be sex. getting the most press. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, when I when I hear that line, like you only come out and I, I think you only come when it's the 3 a.m. booty call. Yeah. You know, mm. like you only come out when it's 3 a.m. and you're saying, girl, you up. Yeah. <laughs> you up, girl. Basically, it's only when it's convenient for you. Yeah. You only come out when it is convenient gotcha. for you. Yeah. Not also, when it's for me. Yeah. I, I think it's funny to see a lot of popular vampire media now leaves out that fact that they yeah. can't, that they will literally be burned to death by the sun <laughs> if they try. They have, like, all their workarounds and stuff. And like Vampire keep, Diaries yeah, with the like, rings. Yeah, like the rings and, like, Twilight. The and being, like, like, yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, But the way that she ties in, she, she's very good at being thematic yeah throwing stuff into that oh we have a couple more minutes does anybody else want to bring up stuff about the song well Well, i would sorry (laughs) oh i i really appreciate like how there's so many words in her songs yeah i feel like sometimes with pop songs you don't realize it because like you can't have like a really cool melody or something Mm -hmm. but like i feel like a lot of like the poetry 
is kind of cut short and it's like something that's really simple yeah but um i really like how when ellie was reading it it did sound like a poem it sounds like slam poetry yeah. <laughs> also the callback. last little thing i wanted to i wanted to talk about before we move on is the line about how uh every girl i ever talked to told me that you were bad news you called them crazy and i hate the way how i called them crazy <gasps> yeah Oh, they, they just, guys always do that. Do yeah. that. Guys oh, are always like, my, my ex, ex so crazy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. And that's a huge red flag. Big red for flag. For anybody out there. If you, yeah, if, if they you're only dating, have exes that are crazy, they're the crazy ex. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so and, true. And if they only have bad things to say about their exes. Yeah. Like, that's it's another like, big like, why did you flag. date them then? Yeah, like, you had to have had yeah. something that you liked about And also, about it just plays on the naivete that she would have. And you'd be like, oh, you say they're crazy. Say, yeah, yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, like, you're right. You're that? right. Yeah, you're right. And then just being a couple months older and being like, what did I, I say know. about those other people? I can't believe what I was yeah, just saying. Yeah, and it might even kind of play into, like, the naivete of, like, being so young and not having been put in that position before where yeah. you were so famous that people were trying to leech off of you. Mm-hmm. And to be like, yeah, people would have to be crazy because you're giving me the love and attention and affection that I crave. Like, why would that be a bad thing for me? Yeah, it starts off very love-bombing. Mm-hmm. And then... As it wears on and all of, like, the glitter and the glamour fades away, you're like, oh, shoot. He's a jerk. (laughs) I just think that this song has the best bridge ever. I agree You said it was true love, but wouldn't that be hard? You can't love, or, yeah, and and then she goes on to say you can't love anyone because that would mean you have a heart. Yeah. Like, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) You can't love anyone because that that would mean you have a heart. Like, that was the lyric that really, like, continued to stand out to me when I, I listened to that song. This one is probably the most complicated vocally yeah. in this album. I know, well. she's had some high freaking notes. Yeah, it's high notes and it's very uh, belty in some parts, but mm-hmm. it starts off very quiet and reserved. And... and that's how a lot of her album feels, honestly, is she is making such a great difference just in songs Yeah, between chorus and, and verses. And, like, she's telling a story even just using the pitch of her voice like she remove the lyrics remove the music you just have like the sound of what her voice sounds like like the cadence of it and like you can still tell what kind of story she's telling in almost every song i also wanted to point out before we move on to the next song uh, i'm reading this on off genius lyrics but this one has 2.2 2.2 million views. The other ones are somewhere in the mid 100 days. Yeah, I believe it. So, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Everyone's been viewing the lyrics mm-hmm. for that. Okay, should we move on to the next song, Lacey? Yeah. Yes. Oh, one of my favorites. And all of the people who don't like Lacey. Yeah, just as for Lacey, I hear some of you say this is the only skip on the album. You're freaking wrong. You're Lacey wrong. is so good, and you just need to get it. And good thing you're here because you, we're going to make you get we're gonna it. We're going to make you freaking understand. <laughs> Um, do you want me to read this lyrics, or Kayla, do you want to read the lyrics? I have to pull it up. But okay, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. I already have it, yeah, so. so. Okay, uh, this is Lacey. <laughs> you like yeah, like, I'm like literally, like, like reading it like a, mo- a monologue. I was never good at monologues, so yikes. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> True. Lacey, oh Lacey, skin like puff pastry, aren't you the sweetest thing on this side of hell? Dear Angel Lacey, Eyes white as daisies. Did I ever tell you that I'm not doing well? Oh, I care, I care, I care. Like perfume that you wear, I linger all the time, watching hidden in plain sight. 
Oh, I try, I try, I try, but it takes over my life. I see you everywhere, the sweetest torture one could bear. Verse 2, smart, sexy, lacy. I'm losing it lately. I feel your compliments like bullets on skin. Dazzling scarlet, Bardot reincarnate. Well, aren't you the greatest thing to ever exist? Goes back to the chorus. This time, she changes it and says, Oh, I care, I care, I care. Like ribbons in your hair, my stomach's all in knots. You got the one thing that I want. Oh, I try, I try, I try. Try to rationalize. People are people, but it's like you're made of angel dust. Goes into a bridge. She says a lot of O's. <laughs> oh. um, and then goes into the outro. Lacey, oh Lacey, it's like you're out to get me. You poison every little thing that I do. Lacey, oh Lacey, I just loathe you lately. And I despise my jealous eyes and how hard they fell for you. Yeah, I despise my rotten mind and how much it worships you. By the way, can you tell? I read the genius, like, description of this song. (laughs) She talks about how she took a poetry class, like, in between writing Sour and Guts. Mm -hmm. Can you tell that this was a poem? A little bit, yeah. Yes, it was. She literally says, this was a I wrote a poem called Lacey, and then I decided to turn it into a song. Yeah, definitely. I think this song, especially, uh, and this is why I think Justice for Lacey is not (laughs) skip on the album. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo writes so well about how it feels to be a girl. Yes. Especially a teenage girl or a young adult girl. Right. Because every single girl that I've ever known has felt this way where there's that one other person, that mm-hmm. one other girl that has everything that you want. Yes. And you want it so badly and you want to be like them so badly. Or the you hair want to be and the them. face and yeah, the body. And, just, and you know it's not good for you to be jealous. You know jealousy isn't going to get you anywhere, but you can't help yourself. Mm-hmm. You're just so... Like, you, you loathe them for how much you want to be them and for yeah. how much to admire them. And even if you like them as a person, like, sometimes you can't stand to be around them because of yes. how angry they make you that they just oh. exist and that you exist the way that you are. It's so yeah. painful. Like, you know, this reads, too, as, like, a, like a, I hate you, but you're such a great person. Yeah! <laughs> like, like, you're so perfect at everything that you're even a nice person. Yeah! And yeah. everybody wants to be around you all the time, and even I can't resist being around you despite how much I loathe you yeah. for being everything yeah. that I want to be. Well, I just, I, I remember clearly in high school there was a girl mm-hmm. that I had this these feelings about because, mm-hmm. and like, she was so perfect and mm-hmm. everything and like she was so nice too and like i i wanted to hate her so bad but i couldn't you were like, like she gave, gave me no reason <laughs> just be mean I to me <laughs> to make me Please. dislike you and then i can say it actually reminds me do you guys remember the song heather by Conan yeah Bear, heather this is like the ago? exact same vibe this is, yeah this is like the mirror opposite of of heather it's yeah. really interesting I, I think the song is great. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the people that say it's that. Maybe because it's one of her slower songs on the album. That well, people think. I love I, I love the lyrics. I love how she's yeah she's basically saying the entire song. You're an angel. You're perfect. You have beautiful ribbons in your hair. You're beautiful. I freaking hate you, by the way. You're yeah. the worst. <laughs> I can't stand that. I I love you. And and some people, by the way, speculate that the song is about having feelings for a woman it could and be. it could be but i'm not really one to like 
guess people's sexuality. Yeah. I don't really think that's a very nice thing to do. do to, like, assume that someone's gay that or not, like you know. admonition of love yeah. for somebody. I do think, and, um, I don't, I don't necessarily know, but I, I do feel like this is often a way that a lot of young queer girls feel. Yeah. That they're like, do I want to be them or do I want to be with them? Yes. And it might be a little bit of difficult of a way to, especially if you're just coming into them. Yeah. yeah. It could be. Yeah, so we're be. not here to say it is or isn't necessarily an admonition of love. We're being on the aspect of girlhood. Yeah. And about how it... Well, and, and I also just love, in the actual song, I wish we could play you the song, but it shows, like, at the very end of the chorus, it goes, like, into a minor key, like, with all the harmonies. Mm-hmm. She's like, angel eyes, and it goes, and there's and it sounds not right, because it's in, like, a minor, yeah. like, seven chord type key. It's like a negative key change. Yeah, a negative key change. And then all of a sudden in the bridge when she goes into the O's, it's beautiful. There's oh. all of these stacked vocals I and it's finally major and it. it's finally a major chord. It's such like music theory stupidity mm-hmm. for like people who don't like get how amazing it is when chords just <laughs> line perfectly. Man, it it does. I do it's have so good. One question about this song before we move on. Uh-huh. I do because I always thought the lyrics were "eyes wide as daisies." Mm-hmm. What do you think "eyes white as daisies" mean? I don't know. Eyes white as daisies. It's kind of the same thing as skin as puff pastry. We're kind of like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think it just means like she's talking about puff pastry and white and delicate i think she's she's describing someone who's so pure like so perfect so perfect like because if you think about things that are perfect i think white is the color that symbolizes perfection all right do you want to move on to the next song anything else about lacy i love lacy's very good and listen to it and love it more now we're going to be reading ballad of a homeschool girl kayla do you want to read us i i actually really enjoy this song this song makes me laugh Cat got my tongue. I don't think I get along with anyone. Blood running cold. I'm on the outside of the greatest inside joke. And I hate all my clothes. Feels like my skin doesn't feel right over my bones. So I guess I should go. The party's done. And I'm no fun. I know, I know, I know. And then the chorus. I broke a glass. I tripped and fell. I told secrets I shouldn't tell. I stumbled over all my words. I made it weird. I made it worse. Preach. Each time I step outside, it's social suicide. And then social suicide, I want to curl up and die, it's social suicide. And then verse two, which I laughed too hard at this when I first heard it. (laughs) Um, I left at the wrong time, sat with the wrong guy, searching how to start a conversation on a website. I talked to this hot guy, swore I was his type, guessed that he was making out with boys like the whole night. (laughs) Everything I do is tragic, every guy I like is gay. The morning after I panic, oh God, what did I say? And then the chorus, and then I she does the chorus again, and then she does an outro. Thought your mom was your wife, called you the wrong name twice. Can't think of a third line. La 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 la. It's so funny. I love this song. I I was never homeschooled, okay, but I still relate to the song so much. I was like. I think that I think that what I see when I read the lyrics to the song, she's just talking about like I'm on the outside of all the greatest inside jokes. My skin doesn't feel right over my clothes. She's such an uncomfortable, awkward. Like yeah. this is I feel like for me this song describes social awkwardness perfectly. <laughs> this is what it feels like to be or feel socially awkward. Yes. Yeah. 
I also I want to point out before we get into more of the lyrics. Some people viewed her her second verse about liking uh, every every guy that she likes is gay as a negative thing. I don't think she meant no. it that way. It's it's fine if you if you thought that she was being kind of derogatory in that. But I, I viewed it mostly as like you're in you you think this guy is so into you or like you're so into this guy. And all of all four of us were in theater, so we know this very well. We've definitely had crushes <laughs> on gay men. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that they're gay and you're like I'm an idiot I of can't course yeah <laughs> I would think it's another just so awkward scenario half the time they were just nice to you and you were like, <laughs> just your friend yeah, they, just they said they liked your shoes yeah <laughs> <laughs> or even like it was it was always like one year older for me it, yeah like in theater or something and I'd be like oh my gosh I'm so into him and then he would like kiss his boyfriend and you're like oh I'm so freaking stupid I yeah can't. I'm an idiot <laughs> Yeah, none of us were homeschooled, but I do agree. It's very, uh, this is one of the songs that seems very, uh, like, 90s teen movie to me. Yes. It's very 90s, very angsty. Especially the intro. I also just love the line, I hate all of my clothes, feels like my skin doesn't fit right all over my bones. Oh. Like, do you guys ever have, I, I, certainly everybody on earth does, but, like, you put on six different outfits in the morning, and you can't figure out what's wrong, and then you look at your flesh and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> Oh, cool. I, I'm, it's, I, me. it's me. <laughs> I'm the thing that doesn't feel Yikes. right. The dress is fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely been there. Or when you're in the fitting room, you like see something on the rack and you're oh, like, yeah. you're like, this is going to be so hot on me. And you go to the fitting room, you try it on and you're like, this looks absolutely terrible. I honestly feel so insecure yeah. whenever that happens. I'm like, oh, no. Why <laughs> fitting rooms contractually have to have the worst lighting that ever was? Point out every single flaw on your face. <laughs> Especially like- Target's. <laughs> Targets are terrible. And H&M. Yeah, Targets and H&M. are so bad. Fix your fitting rooms. I'm not that ugly. Get nice lighting. There was one fitting room, I cannot for the life of me remember where it was, but it let you change the color of the lighting. Genius. To like cool light, warm light, darker, lighter, and it was like awesome to be like, oh, now Um, I can like feel comfortable. If I'm in sun, this will look great. (laughs) This will look great if I'm in the bright white sunlight. I also think it's just so brave of her to literally sing about the word social suicide. People step around well, that entire word just as like to be safe. And she's like, I'm going to write the whole freaking chorus. You want to know where <laughs> social suicide first came from? What? Mean Girls. Really? The, the, the phrase fo- like social suicide, it says it in Genius. The phrase social uh, suicide wasn't a thing wasn't until... A thing? No, no one really which, said that until Mean Girls. What was it from? They say, watch, let me pull it up. It's Regina George. She says, no, 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 you can't do that. That's social suicide. In Mean Girls. Um, It's, I don't know exactly. Oh, it's when, yeah, when they're joining the math club, when Katie's like, I'm going to join the math club. I also want to, in the chorus, I broke a glass, I tripped and fell. Uh, This is another thing that demonstrates social awkwardness, just because you guys ever had that one moment that, like, nobody else noticed but you. But you play it over and over and over in your mind, being like, if I hadn't done that one thing. If I hadn't done that one thing in fifth fun. grade. Like, even in fifth grade, like in any social scenario. Like, I remember one time we were seeing, uh, their choir was seeing something for this Christmas thing. Uh-huh. And I was the first person to get there. And it was like this lady's house. And 
I did the thing where you take off your shoes before you enter because I thought that's what all the houses do, right? You take off your shoes before you mm-hmm. enter. And nobody else took off their shoes. Mine were the only only shoes at the door, and I was just in my socks, and I felt like the most... Uh, nobody on earth would notice that, but I did. <laughs> and literally when we got our first brick, I had to go put my shoes back on because I was so... Because you were the only one with your shoes off? I was off? so insecure oh. about my shoes that I was the only one with my shoes That's so off. terrible. Nobody else would notice that, yeah. but you do. And like it... Nobody cared that you tripped, no. like, over a step. They might laugh at it for 30 seconds and then forget about it, but you're going to play that in your head over yeah. and over and over again. <laughs> it just makes me think of Princess Diaries, that one Oh, you're totally scene. right. And, like, where she's, like, at the dinner. She, like, sets everything on fire. Yeah. It just makes me think of that. Oh, my gosh. This song is so Princess Diaries coded. (laughs) Like, even just, like, when she's, like, like training how to be a princess and she, like, falls off of the table. Like, Uh yeah. That's so... Iconic. The next song, Making the Bed. Okay. Let's read that one. Kate, you haven't read it yet? Do you want to read? Want it, so I got it. Did it, so it's done. Another thing I ruined, I used to do for fun. Another piece of plastic I could just throw away. Another conversation with nothing good to say. I thought it, so I said it. I took it, because I can. Another day pretending I'm older than I am. Another perfect moment that doesn't feel like mine. Another thing I forced to be assigned. Well, sometimes I feel like I don't want to be where I am. Getting drunk at a club with my fair-weathered friend. With my fair-weather friends. Push away all the people who know me best, but it's me who's been making the bed, so I'm so tired of being the girl that I am. Every good thing has turned into something I dread, and I'm playing the victim so well in my head, but it's me who's been making the bed. Me who's been making the bed. Pull the sheets over my head. Yeah, making the bed. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And every night, I wake up from this one reoccurring dream where I'm driving through the city and the brakes go out on me. I can't stop at the red light. I can't swerve off the road. I read somewhere it's because my life feels out of control. And I tell someone I love them just as a distraction. They tell me that they love me like I'm some tourist attraction. They're changing my machinery and I just let it happen. I got the things I wanted. It's just not what I imagined. And then the chorus again. And then the outro says, Sometimes I feel like I don't want to be where I am, counting all of the beautiful things I regret. But it's me who's been making the bed. Me who's been making the bed. Pull the sheets over my head. Making the bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. This one, along with the another song that we're about to talk about, I may have the least things to say about, just because these are very literal, that there's not a ton yeah, to she, into. Yeah, when you read the lyrics to the song, I feel like it's very self-explanatory. Yeah. But in case you're like, what the fetch does she even mean? The, I feel like there's, there's the phrase that says, yeah. like, you made the bed, so, so lie in it. Yeah. yeah. And she's basically saying, like, she got really famous when she wrote and really sour. She became exactly what she wanted to be. She was this and is this huge pop star this huge success sold out shows she she's a huge i mean she won grammys like mm-hmm. and now she's realizing all of the negative things that came with that consequence of getting famous yeah it's not what you make it out to yeah she's realizing i mean she's 
she says that she's like it's me who's been making the bed i'm so tired of being the girl that i am every good thing has has turned into something i dread like i bet that she probably thinks about that like making music like she used to be so excited about making music and and putting herself out there especially has to be like the most it's like, so stressful. Thing. We like, talked about it. The first, your first album, even if you're assigned to like a major deal or something, it's your first one. It either can get better from there, and people are like, oh, remember the first one that was terrible. Good thing we have ten other ones to look forward yeah. to, like that are good. Or it could be like, oh well, it you did it. It didn't work out. Let's try something else. Yeah. But like the sophomore one, after you've had such a major, major success, it must be like, this has to be. The best thing I can ever write because it, it, it is even like a fraction worse than my if other someone thing. Someone has anything negative yeah. to say, <laughs> they will say it. They yeah. will say it, and it will, I will. It's not going to be good anymore. Yeah. Which, and I also think it's interesting. Um, people have floated this interment around before, but uh, a, so, uh, a first album is like here's some music or here's some things that I've been working on up until this point, basically my whole life. Yeah. A sophomore album is here's all these things that I've been thinking about and making it up this past year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's not as long of a time that you have to, like, put it together. I think my favorite lyrics, just, like, looking and and remembering is, I'm playing the victim so well in my head. I was just about to say that. That is such a good lyric. Because everyone relates to that, where they're, like, they're so feeling so sorry for themselves. Oh, poor me. Oh, oh. And then they, like, look... (laughs) back and they think frick i'm so i'm i should be so grateful yeah. am i the villain yeah <laughs> am i the drama you'll tell a story to somebody and they'll give you that like sideways look and you're like oh shoot i'm yeah. me i be those it was it was me all along i've been in oh. therapy before and my and i've been like this is so hard and my life is so hard and my therapist would be like girl you got stuck in traffic like, you, you're, you're about to get married <laughs> <laughs> you have a great family who loves you and I and you have a house and you have a job and I'm like okay you're right you're right I'm fine you know I just I it makes me think so much about like nursing school oh really <laughs> well it's cause like I'll be like ah this is terrible like I'm having a hard time then I'm like dude I put myself through it yeah, yeah. it's hard and then like also I'm like ah like classes are so hard I'm like oh dude you suck at studying of course they're gonna be hard <laughs> These are the consequences to your actions. Yeah. It's basically, I feel like you can relate it to anything, though. You know, I think nursing school is really cool for you. I feel like for me, I kind of think the same thing. I think my homework, I think the consequences to my bad at putting off my homework and procrastinating. Like, girl, it's you who's been making the bed, girl. You could have studied. You could have done your homework the night before, but you decided to do some scrolling. I I also think it's funny the line where she's like, I've been getting super drunk with all my friends. I'm like, girl, you're, you're not even you're, 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 you're literally like 19, 20 at like, most. I don't know if you should have kept that line in there. Nothing like I mean, outing I, herself. I don't think that anybody expects anything else. No, no but it, it is could, funny. It could also be like, you can write something about something you've never done, but like it's so personal and then you have that line and you're like, hmm. hmm. We'll move on to the next one. Logical, which I believe is Sydney's favorite. Yes, Logical is, I think, my favorite. So I would, I would love to read the lyrics to this. Go ahead. Okay, so this is logical. Verse one starts with, Master manipulator, God, you're so good at what you do. Come for me like a savior, and I'd put myself through hell for you. Hear all the rumors lately, and you always denied. And I fell for you like water falls from the February sky. 
But now the current's stronger. No, I couldn't get out if I tried. But if you convinced me, baby, it was all in my mind. The chorus says, and now you got me thinking two plus two equals five. And I'm the love of your life. Because if rain don't pour and sun don't shine, then changing you is possible. No, love is never logical. Yikes. Verse two, if you can pull yourself together after that. (laughs) Verse two is, you built a giant castle with walls so high I couldn't see. The way it all unraveled and all the things you did to me. You lied, you lied, you lied. Oh. (laughs) Oh, then back to the chorus Um, the only thing that changes is she adds kind of more chorus where she says um, I guess love is never logical the sky is green the grass is red and you mean all those words you said I'm sure that girl is really your friend our problems are all solvable because loving you is loving every into the bridge argument you held over my head but brought up the girls you could have instead. Said I was too young, I was too soft, can't take a joke, can't get you off. Oh, why do I do this? Um, I look so stupid thinking two plus two equals five, and I'm the love of your life. Because if rain don't pour, sun don't shine, then loving you is possible. No, love is never logical. Oh. And then they have a little outro. <laughs> oh, yes, you're right. Outro. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I almost forgot. Think back that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Logical, logical. Love is never logical. I know I'm half responsible, and that makes me feel horrible. Logical, logical. Love is never logical. I know I could have stopped it all. God, why can't I stop it all? Logical, logical. I know I'm half responsible, and it just repeats. <laughs> This song is very interesting to me because it is clearly sister songs with Vampire. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's in the same... It's the same, it has the same ouch. Imagery. Yeah, it's the same, mm-hmm. it's the same idea. Uh, this one, I, I think, is interesting in a couple of ways. Uh, mainly because the idea of prison in that love is never logical, I think you could refute. Mm-hmm. I don't think love is always necessarily like the most logical thing but i think there are ways where you can describe how love can be logical right but the way that i i feel like especially because she was so young apparently when this relationship happened right is that was that a way that they could brush everything off and have it be like fit under their umbrella yeah like oh we fought because of this like it's fine love doesn't make sense it doesn't have to make sense we love each other so that's fine yeah if it's like clearly the most unhealthy thing for them as long as they have like an excuse that they can keep doing this. Yeah. That they can keep having this relationship. It works for them. I think this song perfectly describes being in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Um, and and why... Yeah. yeah. Why a partner stays, you know? Yeah. Uh, when, you know, you have this other partner that's obviously doing something absolutely terrible, you know? Uh, but because that, that person is a manipulator, they've rewired your brain so much that you think that you know, no, this is fine, you know, or this the, is like, I can yeah. change him because, you know. He's fixable. Yeah. Well, and All it, these it's so much deeper than that. Um, as a victim advocate, I work closely with a lot of domestic violence victims and do a lot of trainings on how to work with them. And one of the biggest things that we talk about in those trainings is like why people stay in toxic and abusive relationships and that's one of the biggest things is like they convince themselves that it's normal 
and they convince themselves that they love them. Mm-hmm. Love isn't logical. You don't you you don't think straight when you're in love. He 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 doesn't realize that he's hurting me when he does this. Um, you know they'll brush it aside because they think that they love this person and that this person loves them. Back. Or they think because I love this person, that means I have to stay. Yeah. Which isn't true. If you love someone, you can love someone and still say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And, and, you know, that's just one of the many reasons that domestic violence victims will stay in bad situations, which I can go on a whole tangent about another time. <laughs> um, I'm glad you've had that experience and be able to share that with us. Yeah. And it's hard. I've, you know, worked with victims who are in the most precarious of positions. There's one case I can specifically think of. I can't share any details, unfortunately, but like. This victim is dealing very with a very, very dangerous situation and called the police after a very bad incident and then kept blaming themselves, saying that they were a terrible person for calling the police. Oh, and that geez. even like the line And and, and that they, they didn't want yeah. this person to go to jail because they loved them and they were a terrible person and I like, it, it's so hard to know that people can think that way even when they're treated so terribly. That's it's ex- not logical. That's exactly what I was thinking. Ellie just said, I know I'm half responsible, and that makes me feel horrible. Because that's that's how it feels. I mean, I've never been in a domestic violent relationship, but I've definitely been in relationships before that were toxic. <laughs> and that were, were... Where I was manipulated in a way to think hey, this is a normal behavior. I'm going to treat you so terrible. I'm going to do terrible things. I'm going to make you feel awful. Hey, but this is how love is. And I think that's what sucks so bad about young love and especially when you're a teenager. (laughs) And you think, hey, this is love. You know, your boyfriend text you that he hates you sometimes and that's okay like no it's kind of not actually <laughs> not at all not? like it but but I, I don't know I think that's that's just why I relate to the song so much is because I've been in relationships like that where you're just like I guess it just doesn't make sense it's not supposed to make sense and then you go to your friends and your friends are like girl <laughs> that don't make no sense though <laughs> leave though I always hate the phrase I can change him or something because yeah I mean I know this is a harsh opinion, but, like, I truly believe it is one of the most difficult things to change. Like, you can't change someone. No. Someone has to change for themselves. It's true. And it is so hard. Like, I mean, I just think of, like, my own stuff, you know? It's so hard for me to even just, like, get a healthy habit going. (laughs) You know, toxic and abusers, it's not, like, a decision that they make every day to be like, I'm going to go hit my girlfriend. (laughs) I'm going to go hit my partner. It's, It's, like ingrained in their very being they feel entitled to that behavior they deserve to treat people that way like that is it's a it's a full-on choice yes but it's also like it's not a choice enough that you can be like oh i can just you can't just wake up one day and change it's gonna take some therapy yeah which is why i believe like looking in someone's history is so important like i know people are like ah it's privacy or you should love me as I am but I'm like um patterns big big, big tip for anybody out there um most district courts will have public records where you can look people up and see what their histories are um and it's legal and so if you are about to date somebody or go into a financial or marry someone or marry someone like anything like that you can go look them up at a district court 
and it will pull up every single case that they may have possibly had mm-hmm. at the courts. It also is important, I think, uh, this is going back to what we talked about with Vampire, listen when other people talk. Like, yeah. It's not necessarily... Like if one if one person says that they're they're weird and toxic and they don't like them, okay, that might be one person. But if six other people or if like three of their past partners are coming up and saying this this Leave. person is trouble, maybe they're not trying to like out to get you. Like maybe <laughs> maybe they got a maybe point. Maybe there's a common denominator. Or listen to your friends. Yeah, listen to your friends. People like, or your and your friends, family. Yeah, yeah. Say like, hey, this I know you like this person, but they're probably not good for you. Yeah. They're probably not just jealous, like maybe they are, but it's a good it's always a good idea to like Yeah. And, and, and you know, the back. same thing applies with any type of relationship, not just romantic, but it can be in friendships and mm-hmm. in familial relationships as well. So keep an eye out and if you guys are dealing with any type of issues of this realm, please reach out and get help. And I know there it's are so hard. People who will be there for you and can help support you and help you get the help that you need. On that somber note, we got hella deep there. Sorry. Sorry, I brought my job into it. Okay, well, the next song is a a lot more lighthearted. Let's get it back. So um, now that that other people are toxic, let's get back to being toxic ourselves (laughs) with the song Get Him Back. All right, let's go. Okay, I met a guy in the summer and I left him in the spring. He argued with me about everything. He had an ego and a temper and a wandering eye. He said he's six foot two and I'm like, dude, nice try. (laughs) But he's so much fun and he had such weird friends and he would take us out to parties and the night would never end. Another song, another club, another bar, another dance. And when he said something wrong, he'd just fly me to France. So I miss him some nights when I'm feeling depressed till I remember it every time he made a pass at my friend. Do I love him? Do I hate him? I guess it's up and down. If I had to choose, I would say right now, I want to get him back. I want to make him really jealous. I want to make him feel bad. I want to get him back because then again, I really miss him and it made me really sad. Oh, I want sweet revenge and I want him again. I want to get him back. And then, so I write him all these letters and I throw them in the trash because I miss the way he kisses and the way he made me laugh. Yeah, I pour my little heart out, but as I... But as I'm hitting send, I picture all the faces of my disappointed friends. Because everyone knew all the shit that he'd do. He said I was the only girl, but that just wasn't the truth. And when I told him how he hurt me, he'd tell me I was tripping. But I am my father's daughter, so maybe I could fix him. So, uh, just fun fact, her, her dad's a therapist. So, <laughs> that's why she said that. That's why yeah, she said it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna go to the bridge and it says I want to I love this so yeah. much it just makes me laugh I want to key his car I want to make him lunch I want to break his heart and be the one to stitch it up I want to kiss his face with an uppercut I want to meet his mom just to tell her her son sucks <laughs> god why is that why is that so hard to get out and then she repeats it and then she pretty much repeats everything else yeah Yay. so I think there's a very big recurring theme throughout this whole album, which is, again, you know, very basic humanity of it feels good to be wanted and it's easy to want to go back to certain situations that made you feel good in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one is definitely like, yeah, he did all these really great things and made me feel so good in these moments, but he also made me feel really bad in these moments and that's why I hate him. But like those good moments make me want him back. Well, and and I've been in relationships before where 
where the person I've dated has been the freaking worst. <laughs> but the things that they've done that were so good were like, is it excusable? Is all their bad ex- is all their bad toxic behavior excusable? And of course it's freaking not. But when you're like, gosh, I'm really lonely right now, you kind of think it is. Like you kind of convince yourself, maybe it's excusable. Maybe I'll just get him back. Like maybe it's fine. Like I've gotten back with exes I shouldn't have. We've all done it and don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, okay? This is, do this it. is your sign. If you're thinking about getting back with the ex, don't. don't. Yeah. Well, I just, I I think that, I mean, we do throw it out that this is toxic, but I honestly think that it's actually more common, not actually going out and actually doing all this, but mm-hmm. having those feelings. Yeah. Of oh, yeah. like, so common. I want to. be about having those feelings, yeah. not actually acting on it, you oh, know? Well, and you know what, too, is it's, not always with the toxic relationship. Obviously, this is, like, the extreme situation, and she may be playing it up for the drama of the song or whatnot, but it's, like, it's normal to do that with people who weren't toxic, too. You know, I've had friends where it's, like, we just stopped being friends for some reason, wasn't for a big fallout, and then there have been moments where I'm, like, I really miss them. I want them back. Yeah. I really love how she's... I think this song is just so freaking funny. She says, love how she says, and he said he's six foot two, and I'm like, dude, nice try. <laughs> God, why do guys lie about how tall they are? I don't know. I don't know. I never understood where that whole insecurity, because I'm about to let you in. If you're any, if you identify as a man and you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm going to let you in on a trick. 85% of girls don't actually freaking care no. how tall you are. No, I That's- dare to say 90 90 percent even 90 yeah i'm sure there's like a couple weird girls and maybe you dated some that like height was everything to them and you're only 5 8 most do not care like i don't understand where this insecurity came from also (laughs) girls are statistically smaller than guys like you can find a girl that's smaller than you like like Mm -hmm. you know what if that's a big deal to you like then then go ahead be my guest but no just tell the truth. I much care. I care well, much more. What about are you, you going the truth. to do when they find out you're not? <laughs> what do you do when tall? you go to the you doctor's know? exam and they pull out the measuring tape like, and and the nurse do? says what do you do? five eleven? What do you do if my so my family, I'm sure most families, if not all, have the same thing where, you know, my mom's marked all of her children. Oh yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. kitchen all or whatnot. In the kitchen. My brother is very tall. He is over six feet tall. What if you were to come over to my house and somehow measure up against that, or measure up against my brother, you know, claiming that you're six so foot, you're six two, and you're gonna be like, and oh, like all of my brothers nine. are at least six feet tall, and you're shorter <laughs> than all of them, it's, and I'm like, huh? There's something weird going on here. The hmm. math ain't math. It is way, way, way sexier. To own that you are 5'9", that it is to lie about being 6'2". Oh, so much sexier. (laughs) So much sexier. Well, I mean, also, like, I I feel like girls, like, we, I mean, if you want to feel sexy, you know, want to feel cute, you're going to wear heels, you Mm -hmm. know? And if you see, like, say you're on Tinder or something, you see that he's super tall, you're like, great, I can wear the biggest heels possible. You go. Yeah. Now you're (laughs) the same same height. (laughs) How insecure are you going to be now? Uh, The girls now, you're the same height. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just... I don't, I don't, I don't know. Guys are dumb Guys are dumb. Before we move on, I just want to say, I do, I do super love in this song 
that she found a way to say, I want to get him back and wrote it in two different ways. I mean, that's basically yeah. the whole song is she's saying, uh, it's a double yeah, entendre. she has a double entendre. I want to get him back. And, I, like, get, and I also want to get him like, back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, ooh. You know. Like, so, I want to get him back. I want payback. Yes. I two sides, two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you did that crap to me, but, like, you made me feel good sometimes, so I don't <laughs> want to feel that again. Yeah. Yeah. It's super good. So, anyways, good song. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Love is embarrassing. Actually, this is my second favorite song. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like all the weird ones. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, Okay. I told my friends you were the one after I'd known you like a month and you kissed some girl from high school (laughs) and I stayed in bed for like a week when you said space was what you need, waited by the phone like a goddamn fool. And now it don't mean a thing. God loves embarrassing. Just watch as I crucify myself for some weird for some weird second string loser who's not worth mentioning my god loves embarrassing as hell and i've consoled you while you cried over your ex-girlfriend's new guy my god how could i be so stupid you found a new version of me and i damn near started world war three jesus what was i even doing and it says the course again Um, the bridge says, I give up, I give up, I give up everything, place my bets, and it's not worth anything. I give up, give up, but I keep coming back for more. And then it just goes into the chorus, back to the outro, says, yeah, yeah, I give up, give up everything. I'm planning out my wedding with some guy I'm never marrying. I give up, give up, but keep coming back for more. Jeez. I relate to the song. <laughs> Me so Any Anytime I get even like a semblance of attention from a man <laughs> that I find attractive, I'm like, we are having children. <laughs> We're getting <I'm> married. <laughs> I am birthing his and child. It's like so upsetting when they like <laughs> don't even give me the semblance of a Tension back Wait, that I, I, I do want to know. Like, have you guys ever done anything that you look back on that has been so embarrassing for oh, a guy that you liked that you can't even bear sure. to think about? Well, I think the biggest thing has been like you, th- like when you share it with other people. You know, like oh my gosh, I found this guy. You know, like he's so great. he's so cute. He's a partner. And then like two weeks later, like oh. he kisses someone else from high school or something like that, and you're like. What am I gonna tell everyone? It's so what embarrassing. He ruined our family. Or just like <laughs> he ruined our future family, and I'm pregnant with his child. Well, I just think back to like the guys that I had crushes on. That I was like, why the frick did I have a crush on him? He's ugly. <laughs> like he just gave me attention, and I was like, oh cool, I love yeah. him now. Like, or I've also just been so embarrassed by like. The way, like, how much you fight for men that don't care about you. I had this boy in high school that I was super into. Mm-hmm. I also thought, I was like, I'm going to marry this kid. Like, yeah. I love him so much. He's so nice. He's so handsome. And, uh, spoiler alert, we barely talk. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. We did date for a, a little bit in high school, but it wasn't ever, like, that serious or anything. And then, like... Like last year, maybe two years ago, he friended me on Snapchat, and I did. We didn't even have each other's like phone numbers at this point, so that means he had to have sought me out. Mm-hmm. So I gave his name and information to Sydney, and she stalked his profile for me to figure out like who a friend would do. About. 
Do you remember? Yeah, what I know about? exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I know too. <laughs> and then looking back on that, I was like, why was he such a freaking creep? <laughs> like, well, was... well, or, or when you accidentally like their photo and you're stalking their account, nothing. Well, again, more do your research on someone and before you date them. I do, I do <laughs> but it is also embarrassing that you're like fighting for them. I do want to say now, uh, going back to uh, Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. Sydney sent me the, Sydney sent me this post. I did not find it myself, but it was like an Instagram post of his coming out story. So <laughs> every guy she likes is gay. <laughs> every guy she but likes like, is gay. I was so into this kid. And yeah. Looking back on it, I'm like, gosh, was he darn ever it. Actually, <laughs> the things that you do when you have a crush. Like I think back to like the biggest crush I ever had, which was like middle school, through high school, <laughs> like a huge freaking crush. And the way that I acted around him was so embarrassing. embarrassing. Did you and I think about the things that I did and would like say around him and it was like I did find out later that at least for a little while it was mutual. But like just nothing ever happened between us. And That's so, so I think I think he may have done some embarrassing things too. Ooh, they just like canceled each other out. <laughs> but I'm like still so embarrassed by like some of the crap that I did. Or did you guys even have like that one person? Maybe it was on school, or like you saw him at like a vacation, like family vacation or something that you you didn't even say a word to. You just thought he, or like maybe he like held the door open for you or something, and you just thought he was attractive. Oh. So you like, like maybe if I you heard the bells. Him, like if I look at him a certain way, he'll look at me and be like, oh, the wallpad so girl. girl. Yeah, shooting their shot is just staring at a guy. Across the room. It's giving the same vibes. <laughs> so, true. so guys, even if the girl when you're is staring at you, you go say hi. Even when you're a kid being like, if I do my best cartwheel in front of the hot lifeguard, <laughs> he's gonna be into 12-year-old me for one piece. Joe Jonas is gonna like, see me from on stage yeah. wearing my camp rock t-shirt and yeah. fall in love one with One direction will eventually see these lacy panties. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just giving the same energy as bringing a book to Harry Styles. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not even interested. I'm just. I don't even know who you I are. I see. This is off topic, but if you guys see the Tyler the Creator concert where somebody literally brought a book. Yes. I don't know what it was for. I, I don't saw know if it that was for a bit. I don't know if they were actually reading it. Me neither. But he had the whole concert stop, and he has the book like passed down, and he picks it up and be like, "This better be freaking worth it." <laughs> and then he like reads the first page or something. I saw That's that. That's funny. I did not see that. It's hilarious. I caught it. I mean, I, I guess it worked. Tyler the Creator song. Hey. I noticed. I bet he invited whoever it was backstage and made sweet, sweet love. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, I hope I hope it worked. 